I got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod. pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. <laughs> You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hit it. Welcome to episode 15 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast presented to you uh, by our sponsors, Coop's Mustard, Dr. Andrew Cup of Savannah, Georgia, and soon to be Ford's Pizza. We'll keep plugging them just <laughs> yeah, for fun. Not? I'm wearing my Coop's Mustard t-shirt today. I actually. went on the hunt for some Coop's Mustard Valentine's Day gifts, but they didn't come out yet. So well, we touched about that in the B-Man ep- interview, which is the... Uh, he is our guest for the evening. Yeah, is that a thing? I think he he's a he's our phone a friend. Yeah, um, <laughs> he is an internet stranger turned good friend turned. You're going to his wedding in yeah. April, so yeah. So we talk about all of it. We'll get into that. We're getting into that. Yeah, later. but uh, preemptive thank you to B Man for coming on because PJ showed up late today because he had to finish. Watching Mallrats. The director's cut. Yeah, the original cut. Yeah, there's like an extra, I don't know, 20 minutes in the beginning where T.S. has a musket. (laughs) He's dressed like a... Civil War. (laughs) Yeah, he's dressed like a revolutionary soldier. Yeah. Um, I think there are very few people that you can text the honest truth about why you're running late and... (laughs) Myself and B-Man, that was uh, a good group for you to tell the truth about you why you're know, running You got to know your audience. Yeah, because it was just two Mallrats quotes in response to that. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I wanted to get into the first thing you texted me like right when this news article came out that we had to talk about <laughs> it. The Catholic Church of Chicago, their stance on <laughs> recreational weed being legalized in Illinois... I'm keep talking. I'm going to pull up the, uh, my exact text message to you. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, the Catholic bishops in Ch- or Illinois oppose the legalization of recreational marijuana use. Um, and PJ has a pretty strong stance on why they should. Okay. Uh, so the news article, the headline is Illinois Catholic leaders legalizing recreational marijuana, a bad idea. And I sent a screenshot of that to Ray and said, you know what else is a bad idea? Being kid diddlers. <laughs> Which, as we've said on the podcast, if you're a kid diddler, we're going to call you a kid diddler. Exactly. And the Catholic and Church has had their fair share of kid diddlers yeah, involved. They're, they're, they're the first thing that comes to mind, at least for me. Yeah. When you say kid diddler, I picture Catholic priest. Catholic priest priest or the free candy van yeah or the free candy van <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh we could probably put that picture up on instagram yeah, when i had when i had my mustache and who used your photoshop skills yeah that was wasn't that your halloween costume that Didn't was you dress my halloween up as a costume kid um and gave out candy to children when they came by <laughs> uh 
But yeah, I, I don't know. The Catholic Church doesn't really have a leg to stand on in anything. They absolutely not. Uh, are not allowed to tell you what you can and can't do unless you can't touch children, because that's about the only thing they can say you can't do, because they've learned uh, the hard way of what happens when you do. Yeah, I feel like that's just them trying to be like, hey, we're we're still relevant, guys. We have hot takes on <laughs> topics that are relevant in the news. Yeah, they're just sticking their nose in other people's business just to, you know, headline grab. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I have to say about that. That was the Ari Gold gift of when he spells out, get the fuck out. <laughs> Doesn't he type it on his laptop? No, well, he does. <laughs> oh, no, so, he types fuck you to Lloyd. Yeah, on the laptop because it's a rental. But it's when the guy had uh, LASIK surgery <laughs> and he was going to fire him before, but he came in and had like his bandages over. Yeah. And then he sees him in the conference room later in the day, like guessing <laughs> Letters, letters on a whiteboard and just writes in can you read this get the fuck out <laughs> that's right classic Ari Gold of course um, I don't know the Catholic Church kind of fucking sucks accurate should we talk about your pal Jeff Bezos <laughs> yeah so what uh, what is that article even I well don't... he was being um like extorted by the company that owns the National Enquirer. So it's not like directly the National Enquirer, but the company that owns it, so it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically said that they had some like text messages between him and his new girlfriend who looks exactly like his soon-to-be ex-wife. Correct. Except they blackmailed him in an email to him and stuff. So he has like a paper trail of them ex- trying to extort him. Yeah, that's a bad move when you're doing things like that. Well, it's one of those things that like it's kind of hard to blackmail someone who has like unlimited wealth because they can just make you go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like they're so he's getting divorced from his wife and they're estimating that his wife's going to end up with like 66 billion dollars or whatever which will make her the richest woman in the world. They say that he can make back that 66 billion in about 2 years. Must be nice. Probably not the guy you want to cross. No, probably not. I like Amazon. <laughs> I mean, Amazon is convenient, um, <laughs> but that's what people said about box stores and Walmart and everything, and then now they all complain that small businesses are going under. Like, they go hand in hand, so why don't you watch where you're shopping? But Amazon also is letting businesses, like, sell their shit online now, so, like, y- you don't have to have a storefront anymore to run a small business. Correct. Like, people who design t-shirts and stuff. Hello. Which, by the way, I have, like, a thousand ideas for you. You said you could only put up one a day and like i think you thought that that was like way more than you ever need i have like 50 in the hopper right now well let's get going on that yeah i'll we'll talk off air yeah i don't want to give away our boardroom chats yeah. you can't have people stealing our, our ideas but we also need our logo because you've been working on that for like since we've started the podcast pretty much well it's gone through a lot of different changes instead of 45 that I haven't even sent you because I look at it. I'm like, nope, not going to work. Instead of just making one and then like continuing to edit it or make a new one or like do whatever. You're saying just make like 40 of them. Just keep finishing them. Like you get so close and you're like, oh, I just need to add color in the background or something. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like we'll be good to go. And that one's terrible. Yeah. And then I I deleted everything. Yeah. I text you like two weeks later and you're like, oh, well, here's the new one I'm working on. I'm like, (laughs) 
can we just finish one and then maybe that'll be incentive for you to like, oh, I think I can do better. And like, you'll just finish another one. I have my methods. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I work in mysterious ways. Which is not helping anybody. (laughs) Works for me. I don't think it does. Because every time I have to be like, okay, by the way, do we have a logo? And you're like, I have well, a process. Yeah, the thing is, the I didn't end result it. will be magnificent. Yeah. Um, but so Jeff Bezos should just buy this company and then fire everyone except those two people who are extorting him and just make them work for him in <laughs> a sweatshop or something. I don't know. That's what I would do. But send them to sew soccer balls in India. <laughs> yeah, he also doesn't seem to like care too much about those texts coming so out. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Someone sent me this uh, that like the just the headline of the news article. I obviously didn't read it, and then he was just like. He's like, yeah, it's kind of a boss move, actually, being like, fuck it, leak the pictures. I don't care. He must have a fucking hog. He either has... It's the extremes. He's either, like, packing heat or, like, you can't see what he has, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it, I guess when you have $66 billion, nobody cares, but, you know, oh, well, whatever. Well. Yeah, he's... My guess is he's packing heat and doesn't care if it comes out. Correct. But he also, like... Do you remember like those pictures of when he first started Amazon in like 99 or 2000 <laughs> yeah. or whatever and is like the biggest dweeb on earth? Yeah, now he looks like Johnny Sins. <laughs> and with <laughs> with money comes like attractiveness. He can like work out all day long if he wants as a personal exactly. trainer and yeah. do HGH like everybody else does. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, he probably has like access to like super intense shark testosterone hgh or shit yeah so like he's he's working out for like an hour a day but shooting up with like the ultimate growth hormone (laughs) i i imagine that sharks are involved somehow all allegedly (laughs) might i will have to ask scientist nick if if there's like shark hgh (laughs) and then we can ask uh our lawyer friends if we can get sued for any of this (laughs) that's why everything is alleged on this podcast it's all alleged yeah Allegedly a podcast about nothing. <laughs> yeah, so what else uh, What else do we have? Uh, I know you had a couple other things. Those were the couple. Those were the couple? Yeah. Do you want to get into the B-Man interview? The B-Man interview is pretty good because B-Man for... Why do you explain who he is? Like just a quick synopsis of Yeah, I mean, so we get more in depth into it, but uh, B-Man is someone that I met on Xbox Live playing Call of Duty, and now... <laughs> I'm going to his wedding. Yeah, I guess he used to be. Well, okay. So when Mikey told me about B-Man, he was like, oh yeah, like this guy I've been playing video games with is coming over to my apartment. And I'm like, "Uh, what? What? And he was like, oh yeah, we're having a party. So we invited him over. I'm like, yeah, but who is this guy? And he was like, oh yeah, like we've been playing like Call of Duty together for like a couple weeks or a month or something. I didn't know that like all of you guys played with him and knew him. I thought it was just Mikey. And so he's like, oh yeah, like this guy, this random dude is coming over. Well, it turns out this random dude ends up being like the nicest guy ever. And you guys become best friends over the course of like five years and are invited to his wedding in Indiana. Yes, that's correct. And he's married to... A weather girl, so they're just a TV family. Or uh, engaged, engaged, so they're getting to, married. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just a TV power couple. An all-American television <laughs> couple. Exactly. Uh, so we will present this interview by our sponsors, Coop's Mustard, Dr. Andrew Cup of Savannah, Georgia, 
and we'll we'll wait on Ford's Pizza. Yeah, but we'll still mention that. We'll mention. Well, we didn't say they're presenting, but we'll mention it. So uh, here, they get a shout out. Yeah, so shout out for as a pizza. PJ, shout out DOS, <laughs> who is no longer suspended from this episode. Welcome back. But we might go plow today, so he might be. So who so knows? Yeah, we'll see. If, yeah, if he shows up. <laughs> uh, that'll be episode sixteen. <laughs> but PJ, why don't you hit us with the uh, Indiana State, the Indiana theme song, for yes. the intro music? Yes, and that'll take us <laughs> into B Man. Oh. Okay, here we go. Why, hello there. <laughs> yes, there he is. What's up, buddy? Just living the dream one day at a time. How goes it? It's going good. How are you? It's a Sunday afternoon. My parents have departed back to Chicago. Did you ask your dad who his uh, favorite porn star from the 90s was? That question didn't come up in conversation. My mom was dominating the the topic, so I just let her (laughs) tell us about her escapades, and that was that. Hmm. Ray, do you want to say hi to B-Man? Hi, B-Man. Nice to uh, make your acquaintance. (laughs) Likewise, it is a pleasure to to hear your voice. I've heard the legend of B-Man, so I'm excited to dive deeper into that. <laughs> it's, uh, the legend the legend grows every night I get to play with these gentlemen on. So I hear. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, for starters... Can you turn him up louder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for starters, B-Man... What am I in your phone as? PJ Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. I knew it was something like that. Because your yours is just B-Man, like your uh, Xbox gamer tag. Yes, as it should be. I didn't know what your last name was initially, so I just put... Okay, PJ Xbox. That's easy to remember. I mean, you didn't know my last name until like two weeks ago when you were asking me for the wedding invitation. Yeah, exactly. How far we've come in those those few years. Yeah. You should have you should have just put their gamer tag. Yeah. You should have just put their gamer tags on their place cards. That that would have been smart, but my fiance's uh, mother is handling it. I don't know if she would have appreciated sending an invite. Excuse to me, Dr. who's Doctor Weirdbeard? <laughs> It'll make sense when he shows up. That's true. <laughs> and then when he showed up and took his. Uh, place card and people would know exactly who he is so i don't i don't think pj needs that target on his back (laughs) that's true i don't need any more people trying to figure out who i actually am so who else from your internet um what do you what do you call the clan or group or (laughs) video game group is coming to your wedding so we have mr dr weirdbeard himself pj hannigan or as i like to call him pj xbox (laughs) you got you got Mr. Mike Bender is invited, and I believe he is attending. The infamous Wes Craven, better known as Chris Craven, better known as <laughs> Mr. McDonald's uh, Mickey, Mickey Nugget. <laughs> he's, a, he's definitely an aficionado of some chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And then, and real quick on Craven, I just told this story to the guys the other night. Like when I first started playing with them on Xbox. Oh yeah, mind you, I didn't know who any of them any of them looked like. Just heard their voices. 
and I, you know, you can make an assessment based off people's voices. Normally, whenever I talk to people on the phone and I meet them in person, I'm like, wow, you look completely different. <laughs> That's the case with Craven, especially because he would always mention how he had to go get chicken nuggets. <laughs> so I thought he was like a 400. I thought he was like a 400 pound man. Yeah, that and that is most Chris certainly Craven not the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like five six. He looks like an NFL kicker. He, he's so, like 150 pounds soaking wet. Soaking wet, yeah. So uh, yeah, Craven and then uh, Mr. Sean McMahon is coming as well. So you got a good crew coming. Is is Zach invited? He he was supposed to be, but for some reason his address never made it onto the Excel spreadsheet. And um, it's too late. Hmm. <laughs> so while I, I feel bad, but he said he probably wouldn't. Uh, he probably anyway, wouldn't so. have come anyway. Yeah, if if he would have came without Jim, then I wouldn't have let him in. So <laughs> that would have been that would have been his wedding gift was uh, his dad coming. So but if he wasn't, then then he would have been left outside. Maybe maybe he'll send you something, uh, some signed memorabilia. Yeah, I don't care if Zach signs it himself or his dad. I'll still accept it and flaunt it around. <laughs> Or maybe then I'll just get you a an assigned something. PJ and I have signed plenty of fake um authentic signatures in our history. Oh, so yeah. I signed uh <laughs> I signed autographs when I was in Vegas as Zach Brown. People thought I was Zach Brown at the pool. It's like, oh, do you guys like my new album? <laughs> Some girl took a picture what? with me. I was like, she's gonna be so disappointed when she sobers up and realizes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, in, in terms of, I guess, like we should probably talk about how we actually came to yeah, know you. B-Man. Start from the beginning. Say that again. How, uh, we should probably talk about how we actually came to know you. Yeah. So I, I've, I'll never forget this night because, um, <laughs> obviously look how far we've come. Yeah. It was, I have a really sick memory, like sick as in. I can remember like specific dates and conversations, but I know for a fact that it was November of 2013 when we all started playing Xbox together. I remember um, I'm playing Call of Duty, and normally I would play without a headset because I just didn't care to hear people call me the N word from like little tiny <laughs> kids like right in my ears. Yeah, so little kids saying that they're going to bang uh, your mom. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't need to hear that. You know, it, it affected my my gameplay. So I didn't need to, I didn't need to listen. One night specifically, though, I'm hearing these dudes talking, and it's like four or five people. They all know each other, and I hear a couple of Chicago accents, and I'm like, "Oh, cool! Like, you know, it's great to hear, um, you know, people in my my area." So then, some one of them mentioned, "I think it was you know, Mikey, Illinois." Yeah, it might have been Mikey. I hear someone mentioned Illinois, so I'm like, "Oh, sweet! These dudes are off from Illinois. Fuck! I better go grab my headset." So I go grab it. I put it on. They're talking about being from Northbrook. I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago. South side. And I was like, hey, guys. Huh? South side. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I go, hey, guys, you guys got the north side down. I, I'm from the south suburbs. Um, you know, I'm from a place called Stager. And all of a sudden, you guys backed out. We said, we got to play with this guy. We played that night. Six years later, we're still playing. The rest is history. <laughs> we're invited to your wedding now. <laughs> yeah. And now you're coming to the wedding. It's all come full circle. And well, then literally, the funniest thing was that like a month after we started playing was when Mikey and Zach, they lived together in Chicago. And you all were like, big man, you got to come up. And 
we're having a party for you. <laughs> we literally <laughs> had like 30 people at Mike and Zach's having a party. I'm there with people I've literally never met before. I, it was like a, you know, a Tinder date you set up with somebody. But <laughs> Very... <luckily I'm... laughs> it was a, it was a fun night and that was, I enjoyed every second of it. That was the night you almost died on the couch. You passed out. Was, and you were you were snoring, snoring yeah. and but it was bad. It was like <laughs> like you sounded like you were really struggling for air. And Zach and I were sitting there watching TV, and Zach was just staring at you. He's like, "Dude, what if he dies on the couch? People are gonna think we killed him." Like when the cops show like, up, <laughs> like the whole time, I can just you guys are probably like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Like, why is he here? <laughs> we did not know this guy like three weeks ago." <laughs> It was very so, surreal, but it was awesome. That was a fun night. <clears throat> I think it the best would have been it. the strangers being like, who's that guy sleeping on your couch? Oh, oh some guy we met on the, the internet. internet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, like, everybody that was there that, like, I met, I was, it was, just, I think that came up, like, all the time, like, oh, how do you know so-and-so? Oh, from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox, to be yeah, exact. Yeah, oh, my friend's from the internet. Yeah, it's fine. I can't wait to hear the stories of them at your wedding at like the cocktail hour. Oh, it's, so, it's going to be good. PJ though. asking people, how do they know B-Man? And they're like, who are you <laughs> talking <B-Man>? about? <laughs> yeah, that actually is going to be a thing because I almost, I mean, you're just in my phone as B-Man. And it's going to yeah. be like, oh, how do you, how do you know, how do you know B-Man? You're going to be like, who? Because I'm definitely going to refer to you as B-Man. Because I've met him on the <laughs> internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's what's funny is, you know, so there's going to be four of you guys, and, and you're going to have to sit with another four people at least, four to six, because there's eight to ten people per table, so it's not like you're going to get a little kitty table in the corner of the room. <laughs> you're going to have to mingle with that with other guests, and so I, I look forward to uh, figuring out where you're going to sit, and then um, hearing about the conversations of, of um, yeah, so if it's like, if it's like an aunt or uncle, like, Brad, who, who are these people? Who it's these? like, oh, that's my internet friends. Like, oh, they're my are friends from the internet, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds weird. So many people yeah, are going to be John, really uncle confused. John, these guys are cool, I promise. Yeah, no, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> you have to sit them with your fiancés. Like, if she has a group of four that can't sit any, put them with them, because that'll be, like, A-plus content. Yeah, it, pro- it definitely, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be reporting back on the podcast, too, so... That- that could be done. I was even thinking about sitting them at the uh, my mom and dad's table. I mean, <laughs> at table one, <laughs> that'd be incredible. Well, my mom and dad know all about it because you know, being from Chicago, dad's a big Bears fan. So I told him, "That's another funny story, Peach. I don't know if you heard about this. What um, with with Sean's connection? Oh. So Sean used to work for the Blackhawks, and at the time, I remember he was." Here's how I found out that Sean worked for the Blackhawks. Mike kept asking who has the biggest dick in the locker room. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so Sean's literally reeling off every person on the team and how big their wrench is. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? like, is he the equipment manager? Like, is he like the actual dick measurer? Is he yeah, the yeah. <laughs> they, they employ a dick measurer. Yeah, at the time he said Jordan Stahlberg is one of the cutest guys I've ever seen in his life. And I was like, all right, so this guy obviously works for Blackhawks. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, do you know uh, Matt Brooks by chance? Matt Brooks is my college roommate slash best friend's brother, his older brother. And he goes, yeah, dude, that's like my best friend. I go, dude, that, he works for the Blackhawks, too. He still does. And I'm like, dude, tell him you're playing Xbox with Brett Edwards tomorrow. He's like, yeah, no, no, per- <laughs> no problem, absolutely. 
so the next day I get a Snapchat from Matt, and he's like, hey, man, heard you're playing Xbox with uh, Sean McMahon, real good guy, little known fact, it's Jim McMahon's son. And my whole, like, world just exploded, my head exploded. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm playing with, with number nine's son? And then... The next, I mean, I think it was that night. I was like, Sean, why didn't you mention your dad's like the fucking funky QB? He goes, I don't, I don't, I don't really flaunt that in conversation. I'm like, <laughs> how do you bring that up casually and not sound like an asshole? Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, but then so I told my mom and dad because I was so like taken aback by that, and and they thought it was hysterical as well. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, moving on to that, you are also one of the more diehard Bears fans that I know. I'm up there, yeah. I mean, just uh, I mean, being friends with you on Facebook, some of the some of the like after action reports that <laughs> that you give are fucking gold. Well, so I I I, I dabbled in in sports television, so I, I that was always oh, my goal. Oh, we'll get into that. The, yeah, don't yeah, don't well, jump well, ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, that was um, you know, that's the kind of stuff I've always enjoyed is just talking sports and. Um, sometimes like my brother, he, I have an older brother who he would live, he lived in Russia up until like six months ago. Now he lives in Canada. He's an engineer for Exxon mobile. He's super successful. I'm not. So it's like, we're pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and so I would never have a chance to really talk to him about the game. And my dad's such a fucking cynical bears fans. I hate talking to him because he just pisses me off. And my fiance doesn't care because she knows how angry I get. She's like, all right, the game's over. Stop talking about it. So I just started talking to myself. And then I'm like, all right, I feel better. I post it on Facebook. If people listen, great. If they don't, I don't give a crap. So, yeah, the Bears, uh, my, my livelihood is uh, reliant on their their successes and failures. And, unfortunately, the last 20 years have been more failures than successes. So a lot I, more, a, yeah. But I've on, a very depressing life. On the plus side of that, the Bears loss videos that you usually post are, I think, m- I, my favorite. They're better than the, yeah. win, the win videos. Yeah, you know, they, they were... Fortunately, this year, there are only a couple of them, though. Obviously, the uh, the last one was... Was the uh, yeah. that hurt the deepest? But. <laughs> was, that was heartbreaking Sorry. to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm over it now. I'm now I'm just waiting for my heart to get broken with uh, Manny Machado not signing with the White Sox because that'll happen. <laughs> and, you know, life goes on. So, but actually, just to circle back, you you said your brother is more successful than you, but was has he ever been on TV? Come on, yeah, because you might be our most Surprise famous guest so far. Here, yeah. Here's here's the funny thing is my brother. So um, I got a, my first TV job. I, I started working in little Terre Haute, Indiana, um, three hours south of mo- where my my parents live. Only reason people know about Terre Haute is because that's the home of Indiana State University. I even s- further, that's where Larry Bird went to school. I stayed in a hotel there once, and the shower curtain was a Larry Bird shower curtain <laughs> in the hotel. <laughs> this was also like in the early '90s, but still, that's amazing, though. That's legit. Yeah, that's legit. Well, he he put Terre Haute on the map, but but my brother actually, right before I got my job, there was like a, a break in, a string of break ins in his neighborhood because at the time he lived in Houston, and uh, he was interviewed on TV, like, two weeks before I got the job. And I remember this vividly, because I'm like, how the fuck does my brother get on TV before I do? I went to school for this. And I was applying for jobs, and no one was responding back to me. And then, finally, I, I just, that kind of got me angry one day, and 
I just remember I, I like punched a wall and the next day I got a call from my uh, soon to be news director and then the rest is history as they say. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's what that's what I was going to get into next that you are as Ray said probably one of the most actually not no, one the of most. the most you're the most famous guest that's been on the podcast so far <laughs> as a uh, local TV celebrity in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. I appreciate the high praise. It's uh well, it's been I mean, fun to be a, a an F-list celebrity. <laughs> hey, the um, you're on a list. We're not on a list. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we are on lists, but not like celebrity yeah. lists. Uh, Look, I'm, <laughs> it, it, back to the being famous part, like, you know, being so famous that you can't even walk in the street sometimes. <laughs> One of the most annoying things was I'd be in a grocery store and um you know, people would just kind of stare at you. And there's a couple of things with that. Now, number one, I can't stand to be looked at. I don't like being stared at. And I can feel it. <laughs> but you're on like TV. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just kind of... I don't know who's watching, though. I just imagine that no one's watching. I'm just talking to a camera. Um, like, yeah, I, th- I guess that's a good way to do it. Yeah, well, people just would stare at me. And I'm like, getting my... I'm like, yeah, let me get a half a pound of Sara Lee honey turkey breast, please. This guy's just looking at me. And I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, I know you're from somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm on TV. Watch on Saturdays at 6 and 11. I'm like, like <laughs> that's how it goes. So, But, that... I, but I, I've since left TV. You know, the glitz and glamour wore off. But it was uh, it was fun. While well, it lasted, I had a lot of fun. And more importantly, it's what where I've met my beautiful fiance. So she's a weather girl. And... She takes me to all the big cities now. <laughs> and and I'm I'm going to say that she is uh you, you outkicked your coverage on that one, bud. I appreciate it. I, <laughs> I, I would agree hundred percent. Um you know, it's just some some of these some of these girls like the T V guys and uh <laughs> Yeah, was, so you got uh, that going for you, which is nice. Yeah, I was able to I was able to finagle my way into that and two months from now we get married, so I'll be there, bud. PJ will be Instagram living it, so yeah. all of our followers can yeah, I'll play along. Post some pictures <laughs> from the wedding, and actually, we should probably have you on for a uh, after action report after his honeymoon. Yeah. are you going on your honeymoon yeah. right after? Am I what? Are you going on your honeymoon right after the wedding? No. Well, I'm going to have a few days. I'll be back in Lexington for a few days because we've just moved to Kentucky, and then um, then we fly out to. I'm hurting him for a nine-day cruise in the Caribbean. Some countries I can't pronounce. So <laughs> nice. I'll be back for a few days. Yeah. Oh, I was just curious. And I'd be uh, happy to. I'd be happy to do a post-game report on how the uh, the Xbox clan, the Xbox clan, handled themselves <laughs> with my with my grandma and my parents. And all that, so. I'm America's favorite wedding guest, B man. <laughs> PJ was. Oh, I bet, man. PJ was in my wedding and got rave reviews from a lot of the uh, guests. I was so. I was tearing up the dance floor and well, the, I, and seen, the bar. I, I haven't seen PJ in the wild very often, but I just <laughs> I'm like imagine, Bigfoot. I'm very elusive. I can imagine the rambunctious spirit that he is, <laughs> and I look forward to seeing it on the dance floor and uh. In Indianapolis, Indiana, here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> PJ in the wild, in like unique situations, is the best PJ. <laughs> Here's a funny story, um, and this is kind of how I imagine it. Maybe going with PJ. So a couple years ago, I went to a wedding. It was a girl that went to college with us. She invited four of our friends, and that was a big mistake because the four friends all were given plus one, and as plus ones, they brought four other of our friends. 
<laughs> we had eight eight college buddies. We went to Illinois State where we just did a lot of drinking and partying rather than studying. But um, eight of us went to the wedding, and it was like one of the first times I'd ever. Um, I never, I never mixed Adderall with drinking, but I did this one time, <laughs> and it was bad. I started to dance on the dance floor before the before dinner even started. <laughs> was there I was there music playing? Time. There was music playing, yeah, like dinner music. <laughs> yeah, there was. They did a mistake by playing Billy Joe's "The Longest Time," and I was really <laughs> on a high with that song at the time. Like it was like my jam. You were just really feeling it. So I'm I'm on the dance floor. My buddies are like. Take me by the collar, like, dude, get off the dance floor. <laughs> You're embarrassing so, everyone. Exactly. It comes time to toast, and the dad of the bride gave a toast. And after every, like, sentence, I would just go, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so people were like, the next day I walked into this brunch. I didn't really have much memories of what happened. I walked into, like, the place where brunch was, and I got a standing ovation. Oh, oh like, boy. Oh, on? <laughs> like, what happened? And Gracie, the girl who got married, was like, you were... Something else yesterday, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, what did I do? She and she said I was just entertaining, and that was good to hear. And so I, I imagine PJ doing something of that nature, and that's completely fine. That's what I expect. So, what time is your ceremony at? Four thirty, and then we go right into the party. Okay, that's he, a good move. Yeah, he won't be if if your ceremony was at like noon or two, he'd be drinking after the ceremony until like the cocktail hour. Isn't that so. why people do that? So you can go to a bar in between. Isn't that? I thought that's why they did that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. exactly why they. Did. Oh, so when you're talking about the ceremony in between the reception. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah so basically, like, yeah, when, he'd be drinking for, like, four hours. Yeah, when people when people do that, yeah, if yeah. the ceremony, but like, that, ends at noon, and then the cocktail hour yeah. starts at four, like, you're uh, you're not, what, are you going to go home and take a nap? No, you're already <laughs> juiced up. You right. go to the bar. Yeah, you, you exactly, like, th- that's what we did during that wedding. We had a bunch of beer in our hotel room. We went to the ceremony, went back to the hotel. They had a shuttle pick us up. We were all drinking in the room until they picked us up for, like, two hours. So, like... <laughs> What are we going to do? Sit there and play tic-tac-toe or do our taxes? Like, no, we're going to try and keep drinking. Like, <laughs> Getting lubricated. Yeah. Ready to go. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you guys, um, Ray just got married, as, as we talked about. In and, October. Yeah, and, and you're getting married. So do you guys want to do some marriage talk? Do you have any uh, questions you need advice on? I can give you terrible advice for <laughs> Yeah, so what's the secret to marital bliss? <laughs> I'll let you know when I find out. We haven't really had a problem. We had her we had Kristen on uh for we went over our our honeymoon and everything that went ha- went down on the honeymoon for two episodes. And I think if you listen, you can just like hear the kind of relationship we have. We're very <laughs> honest with each other, and I think that goes a long way. Good. Yes. I'm starting to do that now. I uh I didn't know how to bring up my Xbox friends, so I was living a lie for the first few months. But um, <laughs> I have something to confess. I was able to do that, so. <laughs> uh, Honesty is good. I, I agree. That's a good. That's really good advice. I'd um, be I'd be interested to hear how that conversation went. <laughs> I I tell you what the day the day when when I asked her if you guys can come to the wedding and she said yes, I got. As excited as the night she said yes. <laughs> that same feeling I had. It was like Yes. I was just I was on cloud nine. I was floating. I literally don't remember stepping foot out of this restaurant. I was just literally like getting floated out. Like I was King Joffrey going through the red feet or the 
you know, down in the flea bottom with the people just carrying this thing. That's how I felt. I was <laughs> texting you guys to say you guys are coming. It was the best feeling in the world. Yes, that that was good. I was like, oh my god, it's actually happening. We're going to we're going to B Man's wedding. PJ told me in like he was like, oh, in April or I think it's in April. He's like, I have to go to a wedding, so we'll have to record before or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, who's wedding? He was like, oh, B Man. I'm like, oh my god, we have to have your internet friend on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's funny as you've seen, like, people, uh, you know, will share uh, on Reddit, like, uh, people are like, oh, my God, my dad met his internet friends for the first time. This is so beautiful. It's like, <laughs> so you know, pure. we know. We did this. We yeah. lived this. We I have plenty of internet friends that I've met in real life. Come on now. Yeah, we're definitely going exactly. to need to uh, take take a group well, photo. Just, well, and I just got the chance to see um, Craven, Sean, and Mike in, a few months ago, but PJ, you were nowhere to be seen. So. I think you know where I actually think I was that weekend. I was at where the, Ray's that? wedding. Oh no, Mikey was at my wedding. Uh, oh no, yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. I was at someone's wedding. That's why I couldn't someone's make it. Wedding. Yeah, like I said, man, I mean, I'm America's favorite wedding guest. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I, I look forward to it. It's it's not going to be a you know, literally, we're gonna blink, and all of a sudden, April sixth is here, and and I can't wait to, uh, you know, experience my my marriage, my first night of marriage with, with four people who mean a lot. To me, so, <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. I know that. So, um, back to your TV career. Did you have a favorite uh, favorite like moment or something? Cause I I know that were you just like the reg like the main on air like host of the show you were on. So I was the weekend sports anchor. Um, so I was you know a anchor sports on the weekend during the week. If uh, if my boss was ever off, I would anchor for him. But I would mostly be out kind of reporting, getting some some sports stories or covering some high school sports, college, whatever we had to do. Uh, one of my favorite memories though is probably. Uh, Indy 500 was really fun to cover because um, Indiana is like racing is huge. Indy, the Indy 500, the month of May is like their Christmas. That's the whole month, <laughs> all building up to the big race. And I got to cover the 2016 race, which is actually the considered the 100th running of the Indy 500. So all the celebration and the pageantry leading up to it was like way more spectacular. Yeah. <clears throat> and like I was actually on, like we had you know, what's called hot passes. So we can kind of like go anywhere we want, minus the actual race cars to drive on the track. But like we could, um, you know, go right on the track before the race began, before they waved the checker or the green flag, sorry. And um, so it was really cool to be on the track when the five jets fly over, like, and Jim Cornelison was singing the Indiana song. So like, that was cool. But I wish he was singing the anthem, obviously being a Blackhawks fan, but whatever, beggars can't be choosers. But the flyover <laughs> with the jets was cool. And then the, the penultimate moment of that race, um, so Lady Gaga was driving the pace car that year, meaning she would kind of like lead the race before it began, like driving the car around, and then the race would start. So my mom had texted me saying, hey, if you, get a, if you see Lady Gaga, get a picture of her fiancé. Her fiancé at the time was Taylor Kinney, who was on Chicago Fire. I forget what his, his name is on the show, but he was on Chicago Fire on NBC. So I'm like, ah, okay, I'm going to run into Taylor Kinney here, Mom. Okay, like, <laughs> good laugh. So it's about five laps to go in the race, and I see some, like, lady with, 
like beach blonde hair and she's in an all white track like you know jumpsuit i go that's got to be lady gaga because that lady looks really ridiculous right now <laughs> lady gaga normally does so and then like right next to her was some you know really good looking dude and i'm like holy shit that's taylor kimmy and i'm i had my phone i'm like uh i go hey dude Taylor Kinney, yo, can I get a picture, man? Like, my mom's a big fan. She loves you on the show. <laughs> he didn't even say a word, but he just, like, put a thumbs up. And I actually had the selfies on my phone. I'll, I'll send them. <laughs> yeah, well, well. He just put the thumbs up. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome, man. My mom loves you. And then Lady Gaga taps me on the shoulder. And I'm like, oh, you want one, too? And she comes into the picture, and I do a selfie with her. And I'm like, thanks. And <laughs> she just got some goopy look on her face. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's gonna went back to during the race and um and that was that. So yeah, long story short, that's probably my favorite oh, memory. So. I yeah, I was gonna say my favorite memory is uh when you <laughs> when you when you made broccoli casserole with the legend of Tommy Mack. Tom McClanahan. <laughs> uh, he so he, he just retired um at the end of December. And actually, PJ, he will be at the wedding too, so you can oh. get to meet the infamous. Uh, I'm gonna have Tom... to take a selfie with him, probably. <laughs> Tommy Max. So yeah, the broccoli casserole. I'm gonna tell him I'm a um, big fan. It was uh, Thanksgiving week, and our our news director at the time was like, "Hey, we need let's kind of do some lighthearted stuff. We'll have reporters and and some other you know honor talent make their favorite Thanksgiving dish in studio because we had a kitchen in the studio." So I. I thought the easiest thing to do would be make my mom's broccoli casserole, and we did, and we had four minutes of TV fun, and <laughs> Tom was a, a treat, as was the broccoli casserole. So he uh, he made you feel comfortable, that's for sure. He had a way about him to just kind of ease you into, uh, into it, and him and I just kind of fed off each other and fed each other broccoli <laughs> casserole. So just, he, uh, just a really yeah, nice bit of TV. Yeah, we had some good TV magic, and he was a good mentor to me. I I did I did love Tommy Mack, talking sports with him, and we golfed a few times last summer. So, um, he's a good dude. I look forward to to uh, him being at the wedding. He's actually going to be driving to Lexington this summer, probably, and we're going to go golf again. So, oh, awesome! Uh, some more magic's going to happen with the uh, with Thomas Allen McClanahan. <laughs> love that <laughs> full name. Um, so I think we'll finish this off with, uh, what's coming up. Do you have any hot Valentine's day tips for us, B-Man? <laughs> Do I have any what? Valentine's day tips. Valentine's day tips. What's, wow. Jeez. I'm trying to think of like something funny to, to come up with, but I'm kind of bamboozled as to what to say. Uh, probably just, you know. Treat your woman as best you can, whether that means spending a thousand dollars or making a nice uh, broccoli, broccoli casserole, <laughs> perhaps in your home, and don't have any expectations of what's to happen. Because I have a buddy who he uh, he thought Valentine's Day was about you know one thing and one thing only, and that's you know getting the nice uh, getting the nice the nice. <laughs> and I, yeah, having a good nightcap with your with your better half, and little did he know he had to put a little more effort into that. So uh, it kind of backfired. Him and the girl broke up, <laughs> and all that. So like the complete opposite of going. what he was expecting. Yeah, it's just, just you know be there for you know whatever way you roll, whoever your significant other is. Just uh, have fun and know that the day's about you both and not just 
not just uh, something to do uh, in the bedroom afterwards. It's kind of just celebrating you, uh, you as a couple. So that's my best advice. We asked our sponsor, Coop's Mustard, if they had any, <laughs> if they had any like Valentine's Day mustard or boxes, box sets we can get or whatever, and they just responded with, uh, "Yeah, mustard or Valentine's Day isn't a big mustard holiday, so we don't really dabble in that kind of stuff." And they also suggested <laughs> that uh, if you were planning on giving your significant other mustard, there there should definitely be some sort of other gift as well, like pretzels or something. Well, I think maybe they were alluding to jewelry or something of that nature but oh, okay. yeah that 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 works too pretzels uh b-man so back to the news anchor stuff um news anchors are usually like the highly or the number one most stalked profession do you have any stalking stories or just people staring <laughs> at you uh let's see i or have you heard of any uh, with other coworkers or something? You don't have to mention them by name, obviously. I've heard. Um, let's see. <laughs> Basically, if you're uh, my fiance, can attest to this. If you're a, if you're a news personality in any sort, you, you need to always kind of be weary of of wackos. So you, you hope that you're never the source of a stalking story. But there's definitely some creepy messages, and um, Alyssa. She's a weather anchor here. She just made me uh, an admin of her, her Facebook page. So now I can see all the messages. It was just because we had to, like, change her, you know, her title from our previous station to the new one. So she was thinking it would help if I was on it. But now I get all these messages. <laughs> and they're pretty creepy. Like, people are just this dude that has no friends. He's like, uh, you know, you look at his, his like, what background. It's like he just vanished or, like, just started out of thin air out of nothing. And he just kind of like, tell me more about yourself or, you know, you're real pretty, but the you are spelled like you are real pretty <laughs> and real spelled with like two E's instead of an A. So Maybe they're into fishing. Gotta be, you always got to be kind of on top of it and, and vigilant and know that, you know, there are some crazy people out there. You, you obviously hope to never see them in your news station's parking lot waiting for you after the show. <laughs> but um, I have heard that out in California, because I'm in some TV groups, this girl, like, a dude knew where she lived, and it was, like, a legit stalker. He was married, but he would go, like, to where she lived, would watch her, like, from outside the window. Jesus. And um, she, like, saw him one day and called the cops. Cops got involved, and I don't really know what happened, but they said, you know, if you do this again, obviously you're going to jail. Well, like, a month later, she was saw him again like just looking into her window and the cops threw the guy in jail she ended up leaving the market because of it going to a different job because she was so scared so i mean it's you know that's was she like a local anchor or was it like a big station oh my god yeah it was out in like one of the california markets um no most of those markets are pretty big like you know los angeles is number two and san francisco and and all those. So they're pretty massive markets. And um, she just kind of, you know, there's a lot of pretty girls in TV, don't get me wrong, but doesn't mean you got to go stalking them and <laughs> looking at them buying their, you know, going to yoga class or well, buying their groceries. So. And says, says the guy who's marrying the weather anchor. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it worked for me. Don't get me wrong. If you <laughs> stare outside of certain girls' windows long enough, eventually they will marry you. 
Yeah, I mean, I just happened to be at that yoga class Alyssa went to every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. <laughs> the west part, side of town, but I, it was just coincidence, I guess. Yeah, but love works in <laughs> mysterious ways. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I think uh, I think that's probably pretty good. Uh Thank you for coming on and being our most famous guest. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, B-Man. It's a pleasure to to talk to you both, and I appreciate you taking the time to to listen to me talk about nothing <laughs> for as long as we have. Our entire podcast and, is um, about nothing. Yeah, it's true. That's what we <laughs> that's what we live for. No, we uh, thanks for well, taking time out of your Sunday to talk to us and. Uh, Quick question. Do you want to play Battlefield tonight? or? I'd love to. Let Excellent. me put the fiancé to sleep and then I'll be on. <laughs> uh, Slip a little NyQuil in her evening tea and, you know. Looking forward to it. So I will uh, I will talk to you later tonight, buddy. Thanks, B-Man. All right, gentlemen. You have a good one. You See too. Ya. Okay, so that was our interview with B-Man. Thank you again for coming on. That was fantastic. Yeah, thank you to B-Man for taking time out of his Sunday morning, afternoon, whatever day it is. Afternoon. Yeah. Um, it's, th- it's 3 p.m. now. His wife or his fiance has to share you with... Uh, share him with share us. Share him with <laughs> yeah. us today. and then, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> and then this evening when you guys play tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you guys play every night? Uh, no, not every night. Probably... But like every other night? No, it depends on the week. You know, things things come up three to four times a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. try to. Try is to it mostly that. weekday gaming or is there? Uh, uh, it's usually usually weekday. Some some like now that football's over, Sundays Sunday evenings are a little open, more free. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's like today Sunday evening I'll be, <laughs> be editing this and then jumping on to play some Battlefield with you, man. So if there's any problems with the edits because PJ rushed through, <laughs> his friends were waiting. <laughs> I had to go kill some Nazis. Uh, when my nephew Mikey was watching our house, we were on the honeymoon. Um, when we got home, the first thing he told me was like, oh, hey, I got you a couple Fortnite wins on your account, just so you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, man. Are you a Fortnite guy? No, I'm not. I downloaded it and played it for like three seconds because our pal Onion Boy only plays Fortnite. Um, and he uh, like insisted I download it's free and since i download it and start playing i it it is not for me it's too like fantasy yeah gaming for me if that makes sense now that you say that i think we talked about this with onion boy but also i'm not a fortnite guy yeah um, i did the same thing i downloaded it i played i didn't uh no i played one match and i was like this is stupid yeah that's what exactly what i said so i was telling mikey i'm like thanks man i'm like there might be more squad wins than my buddy onion boy has so he's (laughs) gonna be pretty pissed about that (laughs) um but mikey also sets up his uh his little brother who's like four years old um on what his little brother calls it fork knife and we'll just uh like let him play but the controller like the mic isn't plugged in but he's wearing the headset and he's just like shit talking everyone who kills him because he thinks when he dies he's killing someone (laughs) um but mikey also is in marine boot camp so i told him when he gets done and like 
April. I think at the end of April or something. We'll have them on for some boot camp stories. Yeah. Stories from within. And shout out to that. Tell to all the people in boot camp, start listening to the pod. Yeah, I don't know when he gets Get access to a phone. We probably should have Yogi on to talk about like what goes on in Armed Forces Boot Camp. Um, if I remember, I think they I'm pretty sure that they do. I remember he was like, Oh, I'm not gonna have access to a computer or whatever for like six months or six weeks or eight weeks or whatever, twelve weeks. That whatever was, it was. I think that that was No, no, no. And so he was like, Oh, like write me letters and stuff. So I would type him up like what happened in sports and then he got the first one and sent me an email and whatever it was like, Oh, hey, by the way, uh we have access to internet so i don't need your like five day old synopsis of what happened in the nfl but thank you yeah no there was there was a time when i and i like we'd have to have him on to verify this but i think it was like there was something else that they couldn't have access to that so we were writing him letters for a while but yeah not like and then i think it might have been like depending on where he was deployed because i remember I would video chat with him. I can't remember where he was. But... In like those beige computer rooms, basically. <laughs> yeah, <in the> weird <laughs> beige computer room. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's because, well, I, it's because I, that was when I used to never sleep. So I would be up at like 4 a.m., which was like, you know, his 12 end of PM work local. Day, yeah. It's like, oh, I just, uh, I just worked out and had lunch. I'm like, cool. It's 4 a.m. here. Yeah. I'm just eating I'm watching some... weird YouTube videos. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, I was going to mention chicken wings, but I tried your chicken wing recipe. We posted on Instagram, or oh, you yeah. posted it on Instagram because I didn't act fast enough. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. Well, obviously, it was my recipe. And and there was mention of my meatball recipe as well, oh, which I sent yeah. you a picture of. It Did you, who wrote that? Me. Okay, because it wrote it like a maniac. <laughs> it is like a splash of this, a pinch of that, Four shakes of this. It's unbelievable. It's, uh, Hold on, let me just pull it up really quick. It's uh, those are um, suggested suggested measurements. So uh, the wing recipe is not like that. It's like an actual. No, type the wing recipe, recipe is actually like legitimate. This I was, just so the story behind this was my mom was uh, making meatballs for some like teacher party that she was going to and it was like oh bring a recipe and then put the recipe out so that everyone can like see it if they like it they can take a picture or whatever and she was like i said i'd make meatballs but i don't have a and i was like i i got this <laughs> and so i just grabbed a piece of paper and i was like thinking i was like what would make meatballs good and so i just started grabbing stuff out of the refrigerator and it's like okay uh, a <laughs> little of this a pinch of that and so that was my notes and then i just kept it and it it does look, we'll put a picture it, of it says up. half a cup of something two sprinkles two sprinkles two sprinkles two splashes three to five drops three <laughs> to four drops one and a half splashes <laughs> and then one tablespoon <laughs> it says mix enjoy and then i thought it was a signature of like who signed it no, but it looks like yeah right. you were trying to work yep. the pen out. <laughs> um but the chicken wing recipe was so good in fact that i got asked chris was at the store this morning and told her to bring home chicken wings oh and actually someone uh Shout out scientist Nick. He saw the picture and emailed me for the recipe. Oh. So I'll have to check with him to see if he made them and how they turned out. I should also clear up that scientist Nick um, is a scientist. 
but we asked him a lot, almost like 99% of the questions we asked him were not in his field of study. Yeah, no, his field of study is like hydrology and water flow. Yeah, we forced him to answer every question. We said like, that's the only rule is that you have to give us an answer. I don't care if it's right or wrong. We just need yeah, an answer. just make something up. Yeah, so that might be why um, you, you don't have to text me that he's wrong because like we know he's wrong. I think it went over a few people's heads, but um, some other people got it, whatever. Yeah, it is what it, it is. It, it's fine. But that, yeah, that could have used some explaining. So there it was. <laughs> uh, speaking of explaining, do you want to give more? We got B-Man's Valentine's Day tip. Do you have any Valentine's Day oh, tips? Oh, I have, I have a couple. I mean, one just surefire one is uh, if you can't find a place that has any available reservations, you're doing like a last minute thing. Check out your local White Castle. They take reservations um, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, they run out of reservations. Well, you have to actually book them in advance. And our sponsor, Dr. Andrew Cup, and his wife would go. I think they went once or twice. I'm not sure. But I've been begging Kristen since we started dating to go to White Castle for Valentine's Day. And now I don't even bother asking because we get in like a huge argument over like why we should. I say we should go, and she says we should not go. Well, if she's not on board with that, you could always take her to Hooters for the uh, gourmet chicken wing dinner. It's 20 boneless wings, a bottle of Dom, and it's only one thirty nine ninety nine. She does like Hooters wings, um, but I will never buy a dottle, bottle of Dom Perignon. <laughs> <laughs> what about when you went to order that? Oh, I wanted... <laughs> I asked the waitress, I was like... So if I get the gourmet chicken wing dinner for myself, can I get these these sweet limited edition tiki cups that you guys have? And she was like, uh, yeah, I think we can work something out for you. So is that what you want? I was like, no, I'll just do 20 boneless. And yeah. yeah. I think that's the ultimate thing on the menu that like they have just so people order it as a joke and like they oh, 100%. rape them on the genius. charge. Yeah, exactly. Any other Valentine's Day tips? I think that's about all I've got. Um, yeah. No mustard and uh, nothing that yeah. plugs in. Yeah, don't get any mustard. Um, well, according to our mustard source, he says do not buy yeah, your says, significant other he mustard. He says do not buy your significant other mustard. And he also said nothing that plugs in. <laughs> because someone at work tried to buy their wife a... Uh, dryer for valentine's day he's like no bad idea <laughs> yeah but what if you got him like a computer mm. or like a phone yeah that, i that, feel that yeah i, I think he's saying actually, that doesn't actually plug that has a charger that doesn't actually plug in yeah i think he's Loophole. just saying like no <laughs> no home appliance like no toaster ovens no anything We'll have to get clarification. Which, on the other hand, like if I got a toaster oven or a pizza pizzazz for Valentine's Day, I would have been like over the moon. But whatever. Well, you already have a pizza pizzazz. Well, yeah, but this is like before I had it. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, uh, do you have any Valentine's Day tips? Do you want real tips or fake tips? Yes. Real tip is like <laughs> if if you have a girl who wants something like expensive for Valentine's Day, I think you're in trouble. If you want a girl who wants like can confirm. Yeah, if you want a girl who or if you have a girl who wants like or a significant other who wants something just like 
heartfelt, I think you're in better shape. And like, you have to think a little bit, but it's pretty easy to find like a bunch of things that they like that you can get and package together, like a bottle of Arizona heat mustard and then some other food <laughs> for mustard delivery. Uh, no, there are plenty of like things that you can do. It's all about packaging and presentation. It's not about like, it's the, they say the thought that counts, but like, if you think a little bit, it goes a very long way. Okay. And that was talking love <laughs> on IHAD BW channel 69.9. <laughs> Uh, actually, my cousin, Grandpa Pete, sent me a screenshot of... I have to say Cousin Grandpa Pete because his name is Grandpa Pete, but he's not actually, a grandpa or well, my grandpa. He's, not he's a father grandpa, to a he cat. acts like a grandpa. Yeah, he's a father to a cat. He's not a grandpa. Yeah. Um, but if that cat ever has kittens, I don't know if it's a guy or girl, but, you know. He's a cat dad now. Uh, <laughs> cat but, daddy? Yeah. <laughs> He sent me a um, a screenshot of an email he got from Medieval Times about like a Valentine's Day offer, and it was for like 110 bucks for the couple. And he was like, "Is this a good deal?" I'm like, "Well, you can get like 40 45 dollar tickets or whatever. So it depends like if you want the stuff it comes with." And he was like, "Oh, what does this deal come with?" It came with. Um, two flags of your night like the little like ribbon streamer yeah a light up rose and then two souvenir cups of champagne Ooh. which i don't know there's no way that like it's the medieval time steins and stuff like that like the nice cups it's gotta be just like like a plastic almost plastic and it just says like yeah, mt like thick, on it plastic yeah exactly yeah. maybe it, oh maybe they're the color of your night though no, they're definitely not. <laughs> I just Too I much can work. I can just promise. Well, I know you you're. That. I know you're a big medieval times guy. Yeah. Well, so that's why I can like tell you that yeah, these are. That's not why he's coded. like checking pricing with you. Yeah. All the well, no. So he wants to go. So we were gonna do a double date, and I was like, "Ooh, I should text Cav because he mentioned that he needs to go to medieval times to get a new cup." Um, which he has <laughs> like the nice the night. I think he has like the nice Stein, you know. Um, which by the way, Grandpa Pete, when we moved out we lived together when we moved out he chose not to take it with him so he said i can have it and i still have it to this day i don't get why like you wouldn't take yeah, that exactly. with you. you i think you he was trying that. to grow up for like two weeks <laughs> and then decided it wasn't worth it yeah um but i reaped the benefits of that <laughs> which is like it was like the last call of peter will which we lived our oh. like late teens and early 20s life peter by will peter will best. peter would throw away not throw away he would bag up all his clothes to like donate and and then we would all go through yeah. me, you, and your our producer Pete, not to be confused with Grandpa Pete, yeah. would and, root through and, Peter Will. And Touche, probably. Uh Touche to would go extent. through Ray Will. <laughs> yeah. So You'd basically grab some extra what stuff happened and be like, yeah. Touche, I got you this. We would all take in pretty much almost all of his like giveaways. Oh yeah. And then that would replace our current wardrobe and then our our previous wardrobe would go into a donation pile. My brother would root through that, and then we would donate whatever was left. Of I still have a over. couple pairs of uh, Peter Will blue jeans. I can find some shirts I have of Peter Will. Yeah, I know I, I still have that. I actually still definitely have a little Louis shirt that I know I got from Do Peter Do you Will. still have the Hustler shirt? Oh, yeah, of course. That is the best shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a Peter Will shirt, too. That was one of those. He was like, okay, I got a Peter Will shipment coming. It's going to be at PJ's house at like whatever time. And I showed up like two minutes late, and that was gone. <laughs> I was so pissed. A great shirt. Yeah, but we'll have to start the Knights of the Roundtable text message thread so we can get together on a <laughs> Medieval Times IHIBW date. So can you, do you get to pick uh, what? You can request. Okay, you so can request. We had been there way too many times, but you can request like what color night you want otherwise they just like place you closest yeah whatever. whatever so you're like close to the action um but for the longest time they didn't change the script so the green knight was like the bad knight he was like the heel and would make it to the very end but then lose because the good guy wins whatever so we would always request the green knight because you get to like boo the shit out of everyone <laughs> which is the best part about medieval times as an adult is you just get to like rip on everyone and some of the knights can like take it well because they understand that like it's a show and like any interaction is better than no interaction yeah, right? you're you're still participating even if you're screaming at them and you want them to die so some of the knights get rattled and one of these knights um i don't know who was with i know pete was there i'm pretty sure um but I was like ripping on this night. We were sitting right when they like go back in the tunnel. <laughs> so we got to get him pretty good. And he was like, what the hell, man? He was like, if you think you can get better, get down here right now. And I'm like, well, ready my steed then. And he just like looked down and rode off on the horse. I'm like, if you're going to let me like hop on the horse and give it a shot, of course I'm going to. Yeah, like, I have nothing to lose. If I fail, everyone expected me to. And if I somehow beat you, yeah. Well, I just took your job. <laughs> you, you know who uh, the knights at the Renaissance Fair? They love it. It's so good. They just like they they do the same thing. They have like a script or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, there's the good knight," and then there's like the the other guy who's the like, heel, e yeah, yeah the, the evil knight. So everyone just boos the shit out of him. The guy loves it. It's awesome. So the best part too is like you talk shit to everyone, and obviously like you're the only people talking <laughs> shit to the knights. So they yeah, know they know who you are, and then you get to yeah, go yeah. meet them all after. You're, you're those guys, and that's what I mean. Like you can tell some of the knights are rattled because they're just like not happy to be talking to you yeah. and then some of the other nights are like oh thank god you guys were here yeah like, like that was great thank a lively crowd is better than just like because they do like three shows on saturday and sunday like noon four and seven so and i'm sure it's the same guys who work like all night yeah and those early shows have to be like mostly kids so um probably brutal yeah well we went to i had a group on and it was like two people for 45 dollars, and we all me and all my buddies got them um so we went on like the last day to use it which happened to be a sunday and the only day available the only time available was noon <laughs> so we show up to medieval times like 11 a.m on a sunday um and that was one of those when we were the only people screaming yep. everyone else was cheering for their night but we were the only people who continued Booing to yell yeah night. Um, every time I go to Meal Times, I lose my voice every single time. <laughs> um, and Kristen, I think, is over it now. I think the first time she's like, Well, this is kind of weird. And then the other, I think after that, she's like, I think he just is having fun. Yeah, so like the, I'll let him is, have yep, his fun. This is it. Just <laughs> not going to say anything. Yeah. It's fine. And that was Talking Nights. <laughs> um, have we decided on an outro song? Um, I feel think so we we have our intro song which will be the same yeah unless we change unless, like unless the audio clips yeah, but yeah we might switch out the clips when we get some more really good ones yeah some quick sound bites but uh, but uh, we 
pause the podcast and i think we probably spend about 45 minutes discussing what the outro song should be at least and we still are not totally clear so 